0: known for a long long time the data are clear that during presidential campaigns the giving to the politicians does not diminish charitable giving what happens when the election is over that's our topic today on this first day from the fundraising school hi I'm Bill Stanjakevich And I'm joined today by Jackie Ackerman, my colleague at the Indiana University Lilly Family School of Philanthropy, where Jackie serves so well in the Women's Philanthropy Institute. And Jackie, WPI has some new research following up on what was happening with charitable giving, especially amongst women, after the 2016 election results. What did you find?
1: All right, well, we looked exactly at the 2016 election, um, wanted to learn a little bit about how charitable giving changes after the election, as, as you said, um, and looked at who's giving, um, men and women, and at where they give. So mm-hmm. the, the types of organizations, and especially the perceived political leaning of those organizations. So we came away with four key findings. Um, first is that compared to what we would normally expect, mm-hmm. uh, we didn't really see an election boost giving. Um, And so this common concept of of rage giving, Mm -hmm. if you think that that means all giving increased uh, right after the election, we didn't really find evidence of that. Um, But we found more evidence for that when we looked at specific types of donors and specific Mm. types of organizations. So finding two is essentially that the lack of an increase in giving things to the election is concentrated among men, so women's giving did increase after the election. Okay. So Women's Philanthropy Institute were always interested in these gender differences, and we um, examined those to see that women are having this influence after the election. Third, we looked at the organizations that received this funding, um, this increase in funding, at least. And instead of looking at a, kind of our more traditional research would look at, well, is it higher ed? Is it human services? We looked at the perceived political leaning. And I do want to be clear that we looked at 501 c three charities. Mm-hmm. So obviously, they can't really do advocacy. They can't have a, a, a real political uh, activity associated with them uh, or a political leaning. But you have all sorts of organizations that have this perceived leaning or that people from the right or the left might be more inclined to support. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You can think of climate change, reproductive rights, issues like that, and so we hand-coded organizations according to if they were neutral, no perceived political leaning, conservative, or more progressive. Mm -hmm. We didn't find a a result there either. We we found no increase uh, or decrease that was significant for any of those. So then we looked a little bit more closely at the progressive organizations, and we split them into two groups, more typical progressive, um, and then this group that we're calling relevant progressive organizations. And those are not only progressive in their perceived political leaning, but they had something uh, to do with the conversation around the election campaign. And so those do include reproductive rights, uh, immigrant rights, uh, anti-racism campaigns, et cetera, things that seem to come up in the conversations as the campaign unfolded. Um, And we did find that for those organizations, they did see a significant increase in their fundraising in the weeks after the election. Um, And then our final finding really just brings it all together and it says, well, where is that increased giving coming from? And it's from the women. And so Mm -hmm. we don't see this big boost in giving overall, but from women to these relevant progressive organizations.
0: And by definition, if they donated to a is you're terming them relevant progressive organizations? The women themselves are probably progressive, not conservative. Probably. Very, very unlikely. Probably that a conservative would be giving to one of those organizations.
1: Um, it, it depends, and and we do you know our research looks at at the big picture, um, and so trends, averages, overall effects. Um, there are certainly more conservative leaning women who might care about um, climate change, the environment. Uh, certain certain issues, one or the other, uh, who might still not identify as, as a left, uh, left-wing voter or anything
0: like that. Well, and to your point, these data are based on 2016, and this is a fundraising podcast, not a political science yes. podcast, but we also know the vote shifted uh, along gender lines in 2018 for the congressional elections, which we need to be clear this study does not look at. And so, again, some of the big picture findings uh, not a net increase in giving after the election. Uh, to the extent that there was an increase, it was amongst female donors. Uh, not a, a significant increase across all types of nonprofit organizations, but where there was an increase, uh, the donations were going to what WPI is referring to as relevant progressive organizations. And how long did that last? Was that immediate? You know, I woke up Wednesday morning and I'm one of these women and I, I'm going to react by making this donation. Did it last for months? Do we know a time period? Was there a concentrated uh, time frame when this was happening? It
1: started immediately. And uh, our report, which I certainly hope that your your viewers, your listeners mm-hmm. will uh, go out and, and take a closer look at, um, our report specifically visualizes our findings for the two weeks before and after the election so that you can see you know, the, the trend is like this before the election, it's flat, slight increase, and then election day happens, and then just this upward trajectory um, for, for giving by women and then for giving to these relevant progressive organizations. So our report explores those two weeks before and after, um, but to make sure that these results are really relevant beyond that time frame. Uh, we looked at a much larger range of times. We looked at the year before, the year after, the month before, the month after, et cetera, just to make sure that what we're saying is really consistent no matter how you slice it. So yes, at a certain point, that election effect will die down, um, but it appears, at least from, from our results, that the giving increase that happens from these specific donors to these specific organizations really doesn't die down.
0: Jackie, did the gifts that went to these organizations replace gifts that these donors would have sent somewhere else? So maybe I support the symphony or I support an animal welfare organization or a local youth organization and I took that charitable gift and gave it to one of these relevant progressive organizations. Or do we know, was this on top of their normal charitable giving?
1: So our research study here is limited in that we, we don't know that. Okay. We used a data set that looks um, specifically at charitable gifts to a broad variety of organizations. Mm-hmm. And so we see the, the donations to these relevant progressive organizations increase post-election. Um, that's not to say that that there was a drop for any other organizations okay. necessarily. So that would seem to suggest that these gifts are, are not replacing but are adding to uh, the, the standard, the budgeted, perhaps, philanthropy that an individual or household would be planning. Um, but we cannot say that for sure, and one of the implications that we talk about in the study is that you know, fundraisers might say, well, I'm I'm a fundraiser, I'm not part of a political campaign, my organization has no political leaning, uh, how can I use this report? Um, and And what we are saying is, People these days, especially women, are seeing all of their finances and everywhere that they put their money um, as reflecting their values. And it's not just their philanthropy, it might be their financial investments, and it's also in political contributions mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. then in charitable contributions that reflect their political leaning. And so, if you're in a nonprofit and you're approaching an election, you need to really pay attention to your major donors, especially. What are their political leanings? Are they going to drop off their giving because they feel the need to invest it in a campaign ahead of the election? Uh, So just something to to really carefully consider for fundraisers. And
0: and that's the question that we need to be asking ourselves. And and I want to say, I know there are people in our audience I'm sure are thinking of some of the questions that I and your other colleagues were asking you and our WPI colleagues when this first came out. How does this compare when uh, Barack Obama was elected in 2008, a historic election, the first African-American president, and a change in party from the sitting president? Or how about 2000, there was a change in party? And the answer is, we don't have that research. This study was specific for 2016, and as Jackie just noted, the takeaway here, this is a very specific finding, but it fits into the broader research of the Women's Philanthropy Institute, which informs fundraisers in this way. Women who have always been active philanthropically are now more and more active philanthropically, financially, and financially in an independent way. Uh, So before maybe, you know, in the 1850s, women were philanthropic as they talked about abolition, as they led efforts uh, in the suffrage movement, and uh, maybe could be involved financially, but now we're seeing women more independently making those financial decisions, and this research fits into this. Is that the advice you have for fundraisers, Jackie?
1: Absolutely, I think something we always say is, uh, you need to look at your donors as individuals, uh, not just send them the same messaging uh, across the board. And so we think you need to differentiate, of course, between men and women. That's very important to the Women's Philanthropy Institute. Historically, fundraisers have not been the best at approaching women using what we know motivates them and speaks to their desires to make a difference in the world. Um, but this report helps us understand that we need to know our individual donors even beyond are they a man or a woman, we need to know, do they have a political leaning? How passionate are they? What specific issues do they care about? Um, And I think any fundraiser uh, can can certainly (laughs) learn from that.
0: Yeah, that's a great point, Jackie. Another reminder that we're not gonna fundraise from behind our desk. We need to be out with our donors, communicating with our donors, understanding their passions, understanding what they care about, and also then developing that understanding of how those passions and values align with the mission of our organizations. Now, you can receive all of this research, this study and others, from the Women's Philanthropy Institute for free on our school's website at philanthropy.iupui.edu. Look at the Institutes tab and you will find the Women's Philanthropy Institute and all of their research. You also will find information on the fundraising school on that website all of our public courses which are in 15 cities across the United States how we can bring custom training directly to you Uh, one of those public courses by the way is on the gender differences in charitable giving we have quarterly webinars also these weekly podcasts many ways that we can help you strengthen your fundraising I'm Bill Stanjakevich and now you are now more up-to-date on this first day from the fundraising school